Alright, hello everyone, welcome back. Today's episode is special because we have a, a friend of mine, I would say, who is joining us on this episode, and who is a, a director and a first AD in Doha, Aiden Butter. And now, I met Aiden at work, where I kind of, on your most recent short film, I helped you edit that, I guess, and we sometimes hang out. And I remember, actually, we were sitting in this Ukrainian restaurant, and you were telling me your story about how, you know, how you came to Qatar from Kyrgyzstan and how you started working here. And I was like, listen, man, stop. We're going to continue this on the podcast. And I think you have a very interesting story. And I know that, you know, you haven't taken this, you have taken like an un- unconventional path, I would say, to filmmaking and joining the industry in Doha. So I thought that would be interesting because me and Kai have taken, have gotten like quote unquote formal education uh, because we went to university and then we started working in the industry. And now, you know, Kai's. I guess he has his own production company and I'm, you know, working. So, yeah, I think I think I also think it's very important to have you on because I feel like you are quite young, first of all, like you're my age. And a lot of the people that we work with are probably older than us. Right. They've been established in the industry much more than I have. And so I feel like it's important to get your perspective because you are like one of the younger ones on set, just like me. And you're first AD. So the majority of the time you're on set. And I'm usually sitting behind the computer editing and coloring. So I think you probably like have met a lot of people and you have unique perspective, I would say, especially being on set. So yeah, man, let's let's dive right into it. So welcome to the show. And how are you doing? Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much for the introduction. Uh, I want to first point that yeah, I didn't study in uh, filmmaking. I didn't uh, get nominated by Oscar or something like that. So I'm very young. I'm, I, I've, I would say I just started like uh, two, three years in this industry. But yeah, um, it's really challenging, uh, as you said, uh, when my age, I will, st- I will start with that. It's, it's right. give me a lot of challenges. Like uh, when I start in the beginning, when everyone uh, treats you differently as soon as you know the uh, your age it's it's really hard like um, especially my profession as a ad as a first ad when you like controlling set with um, dop with the gaffer with director with producers with client with actors everyone wardrobe makeup like everyone like till the point till the unit till, till the run guy um, uh, and then imagine like someone twice age younger than you uh, telling you what to do and like it's it was sometimes really challenging i know there is a lot of people always on set uh, teaching me and i really taking it as an experience i'm always yeah. filtering the information i never say no i never say you're wrong i always listen and but at the same time where is limit there is a limit um, I would say uh, there is a lot of factors in my life uh, helped me to be, I would say, better. And I'm still, I'm still experiencing. I'm still trying to find it, the way, the perfection. Like you know, when the when I finish the project, I I would say I would see my mistakes. Oh, here I I did very wrong. Uh, my my the way I say how to act it was wrong. The way I deal the situation it was wrong. The way I um, argue on set like uh, there was many points where you arguing with a crew which I think is a most important you you it shouldn't be on set 
not in front of actors, not in front of clients, not in front of another crew. Like, you have to be professional. If you get yeah. some trouble with one of the crew, it's I think for me it's um, mm, like uh, we we need we 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 can talk it out. We can solve. But you know, there is some people where they start. Um, how to say? They don't listen to you. They don't. They don't. They don't want to solve the problem. They like. Okay, yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. Uh, I think it's a wrong way of thinking, and I think it's unprofessional. But anyway, I, I'm still learning. I'm. Uh, I'm learning a lot. But um, how to say? The Qatar industry and production is quite different than other countries. There is like maximum 200 people. There is like five DOPs. There is two focus pullers. There is not much uh, people. Mm-hmm. In, in, How many in, in the industry um, and the professional shoot like professional shoot usually involve first AD but f- I would mm-hmm. say 50 percent of the shoot happening in Qatar happening without first AD which is oh, which okay. is which means there is not a lot big projects mm-hmm. if there are mm-hmm. big projects uh, they hire me if they are not they're doing it without AD H- how did you get into the AD like field though like did you decide that you want to be an ad or is it because you want to be a director and you feel like ad is a starting point? yeah 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 i would say that uh yeah as i said to ibrahim uh i think it started when in the beginning when i was studying in my country uh you know let's get it man it's story time <laughs> let's get it <laughs> yeah so so yeah you were you were in kyrgyzstan and then you wanted to leave the country right i remember you told me yeah I, uh, I would say like that uh all i don't know how in your countries but in my country all teenagers doesn't know who they want like would they dream work or like oh i'm i i'm really want to be like professional doctor professional teacher no uh, most most of the people is saying i want stable work for to pay my bills to get house car yeah wife kids education for kids um some insurance that's the main thing what they want and i was one of them and when i finished ninth grade my parents asked me what you want to be and i said i don't know i I, i'm not sure i just said okay uh my father already had a plan like finish the finance college go to army and then go to finance police and be like audit like uh, accountant police guy and I'm said okay yeah sure he said accountant it's a basic um knowledge to open as a business mm. to be in this life it's it's really helpful and I, I i agree with him it's really good but when i start the college and i almost finish the college and i start to practice in my father's company i was working nine to five with numbers and with papers with people and i'm like same people boring people and i'm like listen I don't want to waste my life on this work. I appreciate yeah. people who is doing that, but me and myself, I I, I cannot. How long did you do it for? Uh, oh, I did it very quickly, like one two months, and then I'm like. Oh, yeah. one two months, and then you're yeah. done already. Yeah, it was a practice, you know, the practice like uh, internship. Hmm. Just full accounting, right? Yeah, yeah. You're starting as an accounting accountant assistant. So I was mm. working there, and then I'm like. How old were you? Uh, I was like uh, 17, 18. Oh, okay. So you just graduated from high school? Uh, from college. So from the ninth grade of the school, I went to the college three years. 
and then after that college when you finish you you officially can work actually when oh. when other people is like just on the uh second um second year of university like same age as me they're usually in second year of university when i already can work and study offline in one of the universities okay so so most uh, do most people choose to go to university or most people choose to go work i would say 50 50. uh it depends oh, on your okay. situation M- many people just follow their family uh business or family pass like father is working in a like uh, mother is working in a um mall yeah she has a like clothes shop and stuff like that so her daughter of course will work there eventually like uh, part-timing and then she's like okay i like it and she can inherit i Mm. mean i'm saying it's a one of the situations there is like thousand millions of them each person is different so so you you got you stopped you you got bored of accounting and then what What, did you get into filmmaking directly or you no no uh i i i finished i finished this accounting thing and i'm like okay listen i need to change something i applied to agency about working outside of my country because i wanted to open I, I was feeling if I if I will travel and I will live in another country totally different from mine uh, I will open like my mind like wider I don't know how to say I have bad English but you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, we, we understood. to to understand I don't know something about myself because I was uh, actually there was a plan like I heard about a lot of people who is traveling to Qatar working one two years and then they're applying visa to usa and they just run away to USA. you know like immigrants they starting work as a truck drivers and they eventually making like two to five thousand dollars per week then you buying your own truck and then you're making money and eventually you can get to the good life to uh, at age 30 you know you can yeah. you can save up the money and open the big business or like uh buy a few um apartments and just rent them in in my country and just live mm. like that w- was that that what inspired you or like did you you mentioned about how other kyrgyzstan people they they don't know what they want to do in the future but when when you got irritated by like you didn't like accounting but did you did you know what you what you like or you just want to go out and experience um i don't i do not i i really i really was feeling that i want something artistic something creative something interesting for me um there's many factors which i love but i wouldn't say i know exactly what i wanted i was still looking for myself so so you know it's something artistic but you don't know exactly what it is yeah 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 yeah. have you done anything artistic before like before accounting um never i would say never yeah uh, oh, okay. Yeah, this is what's happened. Yeah. So after that, you just moved to Qatar because you you saw the yeah. the chance. For yeah, you I applied to the one of the agencies. They say we have like uh, vacancies work as a marketing team in Qatar. I said, what is Qatar? They're like, oh, it's <laughs> like Dubai, a uh, very rich country. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I Google uh, Qatar and it's uh, opened me like West Bay skyline. I'm like, wow, amazing. Uh-huh. 
I, I will go there. And then my parents is like so got shocked because they didn't take it seriously. They didn't think that uh -huh. it will work. And they're like, okay, okay, you're leaving. You're leaving for good, you know. You're leaving for your family, your friends, uh, your, your all your life. You have been living in one city and now you're traveling to a different country. Whereas I don't even know Doha. I don't even know Qatar. So I have zero connections in this country. I'm like, fuck it, I will go with it. It's better than sitting in the papers and numbers, you know, for me. Uh, when I get to here, I met with my f my close friend now. Uh, his name is Vlad, and he's a DOP. Uh, we're really, really amazing guy. He's also a similar age to us, and he's very experienced and excited in the way he's doing his work. Because he, he has a talent, he has an eye for uh, camera like yeah. he's he's a uh, he knows how to make beauty you know when you shoot trash he can shoot this trash very cinematic and it's yeah. it will be nice so i met him and at that time he was like uh doing internship in dfi doha film institute and he was working in different fields and stuff like that and i'm like okay he he asked me he's like do you want to join me it's really fun you will be on set you will know how to make the films and stuff like that i'm like yeah yeah cool let me try it so from that point i start to be as a camera assistant and i start to learn about different different uh, fields in film industry mm -hmm. uh, i think one year passed and we shoot one short film with him um, and then i decided okay uh, he decided he want to be dop and i decided okay i want to be directing because direct act i think i think i don't have a talent in this kind of thing but i think i have um mm, i know where is good acting where is bad acting and i'm still learning like yeah uh, i did like couple of short films and i learned a lot like it's not easy to direct to explain what you have in your mind and deliver it in the way to you visualize want. Your, yeah. your idea yeah 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 like uh, you can you can think about um, I will tell you guys can you think about sea monster and Ibrahim can say uh, okay I, I feel like octopus and uh, Kai can say it's a shark but I, I, I'm thinking about totally different thing so you need to detail it more detail it about which sea monster you want to show and what he's doing is it you know i mean it's so many things like it's, yeah. it's about just communication right it's just yeah. sample but yeah how to visualize your what you have in your mind it's really challenging and difficult and when i see directors big directors how they doing their films i'm like wow how they explain mm. to their crew to their producers and people and everyone the way they want this film you know yeah that's uh, that's actually very interesting like uh yeah. The you you actually had the first hand experience, like the first time you experience in filmmaking, it's already a professional environment. Is that correct? Like you, yeah, you, yeah, you just yeah, yeah. went yeah, straight yeah. into the 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 field. Yeah, you, you didn't even like normally we would kind of warm up, like we see how it's <laughs> like to make student projects. You know, me and Ibrahim, we did a lot of student project before, so we kind of know how it's like, and then we move into the professional uh, environment, so it's less intimidating you know we're not scared because we already know how it's like like uh, i don't oh know how, how you feel about that oh man i will tell you the story <laughs> i was zero yeah zero experience in filmmaking and the first set i was been 
I have yeah. zero experience what to do, what what kind of stuff. And there's like there very guys, one guy, Gaffer, he yeah. was so angry at me, like, can you plug this stuff? And I don't know how Why? to plug them. And okay. so there is a plugging um, w- were you c- uh, Skype panel, Skype panel, that is Skype panel. He want to plug to the b- ballast. There is a ballast between Skype panel, ballast and uh, uh, the ending, the charger thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't know where to plug this stuff, and he's like, "Can you, can you, can you connect them?" I'm like, uh, I, "I don't know." And he's like, "Oh, fuck, useless people! Uh, why they bring this useless uh, interns?" <laughs> and I'm like, How did you fuck. feel at that point? <laughs> yeah, that I was, moment. I was like, "Fuck, what to do? I don't even know what is Skype now, <laughs> man." It's probably a long moment. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah, what is Skype now. Why are you asking me? Uh, you know. Um, you know, because I understand because filmmaking is a stressful job, right? And and, and he's probably under pressure on time. Yeah, and yeah. You yeah, had yeah. to do something like very quickly so they can start shooting because they're losing time. Yeah. And you don't even know how to put yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, fuck. Were, were you paid for that? Sorry? Was Were you paid for that or was it like... No, a, no. It was internship. It was uh, for free. Oh, a so, lot of so, a lot of uh, yeah a lot of internships are not paid here in Qatar. That's something I I noticed actually. Oh, uh, wait, which is wait. fine because you're learning. You getting paid for internship? <laughs> no, some some oh. some parts of the world are you get paid for internship. A oh yeah yeah I think yeah but not in the studying um, industries I think. No, e- even even if yeah. you study, like in Turkey, oh, really? a lot of internships are paid. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I would argue that for filmmaking, like even if I were a student, I wouldn't want to, like I don't mind to not get paid to yeah. be on a film set because you're technically you're causing people trouble to to make the film, right? And imagine they pay you for you to cause problem to them. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I think yeah. I think it's give and take. Sometimes you're helping and you're doing things for you know yeah it depends on which position right yeah yeah sometimes you are wasting people's time not wasting but you're kind of learning you know so well you make um, mistakes i i i got good advice like if you uh, here's the thing if you know how to do that don't do it for free this was the advice i agree agree so if you don't know how to do it do it for free learn and then do it for money you know but then that's the whole point of internship yeah 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 you you don't know what how to do it so you kind of yeah 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 they cannot pay you to learn you know it's like Uh school doesn't pay uh, i mean they pay sometimes like scholarship and stuff but mostly they don't pay you for to be studying you know and if you and Mm. you bet at study they not continue paying you i I have a i have a question for you so this is something I, i don't think there's an answer but like we came from a more like obviously we didn't go to film school but it's something similar right but do you think if you were to go back in time, yeah. do you think going to film school is like, can you learn faster in film school or do you think you actually learn faster because you start directly in the film set? What I know and what I think that film schools can help you with, of course, how to learn and how to study films is definitely they can help you. They don't help you with production stuff. The the questions yeah. like how to deal with a gaffer if he's angry at you, you know. They don't <laughs> deal with that. Um, but I think sc- schools in in good schools they give you connections. If you're good in studying and you're showing yourself, they're like teachers right. or like other producers. They can come to your school and they're like, oh, listen, this guy is good. And if you did like good projects, like student projects, the uh, big companies will notice you. So what I'm saying is like schools can give you connections. Schools can give you uh, jumping, um, trampoline. Like a good start. Yeah, yeah, it's give you. But 
if you if you already have contact to the production like for example uh, you just finish school and your uncle is big producer in production straight work with him you know yeah you mm -hmm. ask him can you give me i can just bring tea can you give me on set can you bring me on set and then eventually one two two this is what uh russo brothers did they started with just bringing tea to on set and now they're oh. sh shooting and directing uh, marvel films like uh, avengers Avenga end games these russo brothers so from garson to, to yeah they, they did like uh, uh, i heard like half a year they were like just tea making and this kind of voice you know yeah. Mm, but but what what would you uh, prefer though? Like if you can go back to time, would you prefer to go to school or would you still do the same thing and just start in the industry? Well, let's say if I get back in time and I just finish school, I would say I will straight away go to big cities like LA, New York or something like that. And then I think I will try to get to the production or I will try to get to the fast school courses like two three months for example in uh, new york film academy you have like two weeks course three months mm. course two months course these courses uh, will not teach me anything but they will give me connections to the producers and other stuff so i will think more um logically how as fast as i can i get to the production yeah to be honest that's that's a theme that i noticed about filmmaking is it's it's very much built off of connections very yeah. much built off yeah, of yeah, who yeah, you yeah. know yeah, yeah, yeah. and who you meet you know like yeah. like if if we hadn't you know if we hadn't met at work like we wouldn't be doing this you know and it's it's very interesting how this industry operates like you cannot do things alone you very much depend which is which is a good thing it's a collaborative effort right like making films is a collaborative collaborative effort and you're always working with other people you know communication is a big thing especially as a director it's not like having your own vision is fine but communicating that vision of like telling somebody what is a sea monster is that's something else and that's very such subjective, a, yeah? yes and, and and that's mm. such an interesting thing how you communicate like your your ideas and how do you connect with others and how, how do you meet others maybe uh, a connection could save you a lot of time of years of going to film school and you, you, know. you, you are right. The connections working big, the very big role in, in yeah. industry. I lose many jobs because of the connections. Like if yeah. there is some producers or some uh, companies, they're closer to another person, they will hire him. Dude, exactly. 100%. I've heard people who would work with a certain DOP and they would tell the other DOP, DOP oh, like, I know you're better than my friend, but if I hire you, I will lose my friend. You know? Oh really? So well, well, yeah. Well, why does it matter people. though? I, like he also the friendship is end because of they didn't hire. Yes, them. because because you're you're eventually a team and you grew up together and you've been working together for a long time and then you when you, just, you grow you start to meet these other people and then you start to learn that there are other DOPs that are also talented as as much as your friend, but mm -hmm. you know it's he's your friend and you kind of want to give him the job and there's a lot of biasness in that. Yeah, no. yeah. That, or if you like but, but someone, or if you man, don't like someone, they, there is a friendship till that point. They will bring from outside. They will bring yeah. their friends from outside, like big DOPs, big directors. They will bring from outside and not deal with the local people. We have very talented local people in Qatar, but no one wants to work with them, you know, because yeah. they are local. If they hear the sound like, oh, the guy from UK, the guy, the guy from Canada, or like USA, uh, okay, let's bring him, let's bring him, but. The, uh, I work uh, with um, 
uh, in this in the past two two years i work with a lot of i would say outside companies because there is not many local ones so i work a lot with outside companies and i saw and i met a lot of directors and dops and i would say they're like there is good ones and there is a really really shit ones and yeah. i don't know wha- what the reason they bring them and then i understand there is a connection there is a friends yeah. mm-hmm. there is like okay i will give you money you know kind of stuff yeah yeah and uh, ibrahim i think you you heard about my stories like uh so before i started my my agency i used to work in a, also a production house and we had this director from from china so i'm from taiwan but this chinese guy he is so bad he will be the worst director you ever seen like worse than the student and he was the director oh. for really big budget commercials like hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars uh, commercials and just because he had the connection and and he would destroy the film in front of your eyes and it it, it pains you so much seeing that like these people they can get these these jobs and and destroy the project just because they, they had the connection but in our country most of the people um, they hire people from connection just because filmmaking is such a high risk job like if you fuck mm. up something it, it's you gotta take the responsibility right it's and over yeah yeah, yeah so for us, most of the time, the reason why they hire people they know is because they feel like, okay, I can trust you. That's why I hire you. So the, like the trust sometimes uh, is more important than the skill in some cases, be just because they feel like, okay, I know you're my friend, so you're not going to fuck up. That That's a lot of time that was the case. But I don't know about Qatar, like how, how do they view this uh, trust issues? I don't know. People choose their friends, even their shit, you know? So. Oh, so they don't <laughs> care. No one takes the responsibility. <laughs> the projects. Yeah, to the be honest, project it, depends the on the, it depends on the person as well. Like some people, d- like differentiate between a good and a bad person. Some people don't give a shit. You know, they'll just hire their friends. A person maybe they might trust. Yeah, you no one takes the responsibility. If the video comes yeah. shit with a million budget, no one cares. I mean, the directors. I mean, someone has to take responsibility at the end. Producer or director, uh, or, or the company. Well, here's the thing: the clients. If the client is satisfied. Everything is good. No one cares. Yeah, it doesn't you know? matter. If the, right. if the video for one million and they shoot it and it looks like uh, it's shooted by phone, but the client is like, oh, it's really nice. Fuck uh, it. No one cares. Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it one more. Let's take money. Uh, Here's a question. Why it's shit, you know? Why it's shit? You have one million dollars. Or I, I'm just, for example, yeah? You have good budget. Let's say you have good, good budget. Open budget. They call it open budget when you can allow everything for yourself uh-huh. for uh-huh. DOP if he wants like many 20 RD sky panels or like M20 uh-huh. or like the uh-huh. biggest camera the biggest lenses limit, yeah. everything you want cherry picker whatever you want they will provide you and then in the end the video is shit why I would say there is a many factors is one way like uh, pre-production post-production and so and the, uh, the production itself so there is many many factors playing on this role but mm. in the beginning i would say fish dying from the head so it's a head departments will be have, have you seen those though have you seen a, a high budget project get fuck up right in front of you? man every week <laughs> <laughs> every month every week <laughs> every time <laughs> it's just another weekend yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean, I saw the video I, 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 one time. I saw the video and I'm like, okay, nice. Uh, is it some freelancer shoot it on Sony or like Canon? 
They're like, no, it was a um, one million uh, real budget. I'm like, what? <laughs> one million uh, real budget. I'm like, listen, man, give me like ten percent of this budget, and me and Vlad will shoot you the best commercial in the world. Come on, that's that's a that's a joke. <laughs> I would say, I would say there is like, man, there is so many factors. Oh yeah, really. Ibrahim, really? you had a question. Um, no, I was I was gonna jump into something different because I I feel like okay so like a lot of your like you, your role is mostly being a first AD right Aiden yeah so I w- I was gonna like ask about the details of your role because I know an AD is like a assistant director you communicate sometimes with the director and the rest of the crew and yeah you know you, you help with the storyboard you help with a, a lot of things but. I wanted to know like the boundaries of being a first AD. Like, where do you cross the line between you and a producer, maybe, right? Because hmm. that's yeah. something I also, yeah. Yeah, first AD, it's a director on set. It's a yeah. guy who is responsible with. He's a, like a bridge between other production. I think he's a, like a um, bad guy. Yeah. On set because he have to rush everyone for the time. You you cannot shoot it forever. You have exactly twelve hours per day. You have exactly uh, five six scenes or whatever. You, uh, exactly these kind of shots you have to shoot during this time. If you will not shoot it, there will be overtime. There will be delayed. There will be uh, people angry and complaining. Mm-hmm. Money, the money. You have to pay more money. Yeah. It's involved money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. involved money. Everyone getting paid. So I cannot. I cannot see like some people from the crew sitting and laughing when we are getting rushed, you know. So I have to, hey guys, let's go. We have to move. Mm-hmm. And they like, uh, and they look at I me. They look at correctly. me like yeah. I I did something bad, you know. I I yeah. maybe uh, maybe it's my accent. Maybe it's like my my face. Sometimes it's always okay. It's always angry. It's always serious. But I'm not yeah. like that in real life. But the work yeah. I'm doing uh, is forcing me to be. And um, Aiden, yeah. Aiden, uh, the, so like, do do I understand this correctly? Like, you're more like a producer for the director, or like, how how much creativity do you have to put into the work, though? Or or is it? Would you say you're more like a producer than a director? Uh, it depends on the projects uh, and depends on the director and producer. Mm. If director trusts me, uh, we work and. Uh, do creative stuff together let's say if we're mm. going on reiki on the new location and he was uh, he will be asking like listen i want to shoot this shot in one take like this like this i'm like how about you start from here to here and if we involve some extras like passing by and doing like blocking uh, frames he's like oh yeah really nice idea let's do that so we're working together you know uh, mm. Same with DOP. It's not only director. I think most important people on set is al- always is director, DOP, and and you uh, and producer. Yeah, yeah, it's me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I would say I would say there is actually uh, there is a actually production designer uh, okay. who who is um, third person. It's like head of the dragon, I would say, director, DOP, and production designer, production director, designer. So mm-hmm. this guy, this guy is um, responsible for the picture, for the acting, for the um, colors, everything. And it's really amazing when really good people working in the one crew. It's really amazing. Do Do you communicate with the DOP? Like, do you put 
in your creative uh, ideas with the DOP as so well. I, I I put some rules like for myself and I think I I, I think I, it's I learned from professional ADs when first AD from with 20 years experience coming to our country and I working as a second for them and uh, I really love that because I, I I'm learning a lot I'm learning a mm. lot. You get so to see how he works and how he does things, yeah, and you yeah, kind of take that. And yeah, implement. I'm observing. I'm observing how the way he's working, how the way he's doing and dealing with people. So, uh, what I learned, you never talk with the DOP crew, only with him. What I'm saying is like Gaffer, the guy who is responsible with lights. I will not come to him and ask him move the lights, or I will not come to him and ask him how many times you need for lights. I will ask the DOP. Uh, because it's his department because it's his department i will say yeah. hey how many minutes you need to f- to set up this scene he will tell me 30 minutes i'm like okay yeah. i will have 30 minutes i will calculate it i will go to the makeup and wardrobe and stylist i will tell them okay guys you have 30 minutes maybe 20 can you make it fast they're like yeah sure i go back to the director okay we need to start with this first shot this second shot la 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 la, la. so i think I, as I said, I'm a bridge between the departments. I'm working around the departments with art, with uh, DOP, with uh, his crew, with camera crew. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I learned that uh, with DOP crew, like camera and light, uh, it's usually I need to work with DOP itself, not with the uh, crew. Okay. When so, but th- does does the director talk to the DOP directly? Yeah, of course. They have. They have. They have to have very good connection if they are director in dop have bad connection like they don't like each other or they're bad or like they're not uh, friendly the project will be bad mm. it's have to be a really good connection between director and dop because we both be of them the same path. Yeah, yeah 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 both of them have to be on the same page like this uh, like literally recently i shoot a freelance job and there was director in dop and they didn't Mm, they didn't agree on pre-production what the uh, equipment they're gonna use and when they used it on set on the first set on the first shot we used uh, rickshaw mm-hmm. and the place where we were shooting was very um, stone and like not flat place and the camera was so shaky I'm like come on guys it's it's impossible to make it um, stabilizing even post yeah. will not help and director is shouting to DOP, like, can we change it? Can we change the rickshaw to the fucking Ronin or like tripod or whatever, but not this rickshaw. And DOP, like, till the end, he's like, no, the rickshaw is good. I can make it stable. So you oh see, my God. you see, there is no connection. <laughs> we lose time, yeah. we lose, we lose mm-hmm. time, we lose nerves, we lose, we, we sh- uh, they shout to each other on set. So mm-hmm. it's like, come but on. Do you, do, who do you think is, is uh, wrong though do you, do you think the DOP should just fully listen to the director or they can like uh, listen to each other instead I think they're both wrong um, mm, why DOP is right uh, I, 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 on this situation on this situation I will go with director because uh, the place is really not for show. okay mm. and DOP had to listen that thing because we were on Reiki we were on uh, pre-production we, w- we have been on this set he took in them in pictures and he doesn't know what uh, what the rickshaw is doing i think it's a lack <laughs> of experience you know yeah but but uh so so you said the director talks to dop directly but but uh when how can i say that like when do you know that you have to let the director talk to dop and when do you think you have to talk to the dop for the director 
like is there any line to draw like oh no oh no uh, i would say uh, creative wise director and dop will talk and me oh, and, okay. and me dop usually will talk about um equipment wise time wise light wise so we are talking more material and he yeah. and director will talk more picture let's say yeah. okay 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 let's imagine uh, we're on set uh, first location we just came all the crew is coming what i will do i will bring director and dop with me like i will take their hands and like come with me i'm like mm-hmm. director tell me what you want he's like okay i want a beautiful couple walking on the beach on the sunrise uh, or sunset i want on sunset beautiful couple walking to the beach sitting on the table and making and having dinner amazing beautiful scene this is what director wants okay dop let's suggest where 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 you want to put the table where the people will walk from a to b he's like okay the table will be in the middle of this beach the sun is coming from here i like it from here we will shoot it from 5 a.m and the couple will come from the left side to the right to the uh, to the frame perfect i learned this about the uh, i learned this stuff then director and people talk with each other okay which shots you want okay let's have one take let's have uh, one master let's have a couple of close-ups over shoulders beautiful sunset shot amazing some b-rolls perfect what's the most important shot master shot okay let's shoot uh, let's start with that we start at 5 a.m which means 4 a.m we have to be there which means everyone have to wake up at 3 or 3 30 depends you know some girls making yeah. make, makeup for themselves <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh yeah i i calculate all this stuff and we coming at 4 a.m we start we came on set i know what director wants I know where DOP wants to put the table and where he wants to put the cast and I know where the camera will not be seen so where where is a clear space where is that 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 space I put the unit I put the uh, stylist I put the makeup I will tell them hey guys this place is for you you have you you can start um, start to build here like your base you know and then okay. and then I will tell uh, makeup and wardrobe okay ladies or girls oh guys uh, you have 30 minutes to dress this guy this gentleman and this girl and uh, let's do it then i come to the op and i will say how many minutes you need for lights and stuff and he's like oh yeah yeah uh, it's pretty easy i just need one butterfly or one poly and that's it and the camera is almost ready i'm like amazing does i know what the lens uh, we will using he's like yeah yeah sure i'm like so we were ready in 15 minutes he's like yes so you see i'm calculating the timing i i go back to oh the okay. unit i will tell unit oh guys can you help me uh can you pass the water if it's very hot can you pass the water to all the crew to make sure everyone is uh, drinking water Perfect. but what about well, the producer though yes do, do you overlap with producers <laughs> like because yeah. the thing is in our country a lot of things that you do actually the producer does it but but uh the ad doesn't do this much yes, so so where do you draw the boundaries between you like well uh, what, what, I, what 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 i told you uh, i'm not doing by myself sometimes there is producer sometimes there mm. is production coordinator yeah yeah right. so okay. production coordinators is also a big, big help and there is second id if there is second id then i'm uh, i'm gonna work with him you know i'm gonna tell him hey yeah. tell the unit what to do uh, usually so second id listen to you right yeah of course usually uh with producers there is different producers there is executive producer there is senior producer 
there is production producer. If you're talking about production producer, yes, it's the same level as a production coordinator, I would say. A little higher, mm-hmm. of course. So, yeah, we will work together. Mm. But executive producer, yeah. they, they don't they don't touch the set, yeah? They, they don't touch yeah. the set. They don't touch yeah. the set. They talk with the client, yeah. they talk with the director, DOP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come yeah. to me, I didn't, you have only one hour to shoot. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's executive producer. They're like the clients, more like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they on our side, but they will work uh, with clients. They with will the client they right will right sit right. with clients okay. and they will work with clients. So sure. you see, there is different yeah. producer. If you're talking about production producer, yeah, we're working mm-hmm. together. Um, yes. But I would I, su- I would suge- I suggest professional wise, there is have to be one guy in charge of the timings. So, is it me mm-hmm. or production producer? something like that yeah yeah okay so my question is have there been a time where you've had a conflict with production producers who are on set sometimes and where like they wanted something you wanted something and how has that been for you uh i had a couple of arguments or does it go smoothly all the time or no no i i I had a i never had a argument with the producers i never had a argument with the director or other people but I would say I had a problem with crew like crew itself mm. with crew members because Not listening or yeah sometimes maybe I was very rushed or very rude because the time oh. is pushing itself there is on the left mm. side director shouting to me that he wants this shot there is DOP saying uh, I wanted to shoot it in this time and there is execu- executive producers saying okay I didn't you don't have time you have to shoot it shoot it shoot it shoot it shoot it and then the the crew is like doesn't know what to do I cannot come to each person and explain what is happening so I kind of order what to do which some people you know perceive as disrespectful yes right? crew members yeah. uh, take it as res- disrespectful I never disrespect anyone it's no nothing uh, personal it's a uh, yeah it's just work just trying to get the job done and basically. I would say I'm still learning uh, what I uh, what I said I'm not uh, 20 uh, years experience AD I'm I'm learning yeah. and I'm trying mm-hmm. to get better and I know this is my mistakes uh, I, I I don't know how to perfectly um, deal these problems but I'm trying you know mm-hmm. so can you listen to me so what happened there is, was a crew member where we get argued and that person shouted at me on the set in front of everyone I, and I told him listen don't shout now we can deal it after we finish this shot and you know we can fight in the set. parking lot <laughs> yeah 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 I told him after the rap I told <laughs> I, I told him never never shout on set you know especially mm-hmm. in front of clients never argue don't argue mm-hmm. with me why are you arguing with me okay you're right okay I'm wrong I'm sorry when we finish yeah. be professional come to me and let's solve let's talk mm-hmm. okay I had my problems you know but mm-hmm. what the situation have been the situation was a hell everyone was mm-hmm. everyone was so nervous and you coming to me and shouting I think this person was uh, very young also and uh, that person too emotional yeah yeah it was too emotional for mm. for this person i will not tell tell yeah. who is that but yeah th- <laughs> this kind of <laughs> well, this kind of stuff well, I, d- I didn't i didn't uh <laughs> i because we, we're kind of uh, l- uh leading towards the end of this thing but i, I actually have a uh, one final question and ibrahim i think you should you, sh- you can also ask like a, a final question for us to wrap up uh, i'm curious though you you want to you still want to work towards becoming a director, right? But uh, inshallah, one day you know you become a, 
a really big and famous director, right? And you're gonna have AD working next to you, right? Do you think you're gonna be like uh, very demanding and and expecting your AD to be like you, or you're gonna be a very nice director and be nice to them? Listen, uh, I I I I'm thinking this like. I think I, 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 I'm telling to myself some excuses why I'm not being director, you know? I'm telling myself my excuses. I'm like, oh man, I'm Asian. Oh man, I'm in Arabic countries. They want Arabic director. They want Qatari director. They want international director. And I'm Asian. They don't want fucking uh, guy from the third country, you know, to be directing. I'm young. I'm not experienced. I'm not, uh, I don't have a talent. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not special, you know? I'm not special. Mm. Uh, I'm not uh, like uh, fucking, uh, uh, I don't know, Chris, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan or Tarantino, where is uh, you fully artist. These guys is artists. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. They're like people following them, not like they're following um, producers. Yeah. Uh, they choose which project work. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is I, I tell myself a lot of excuses and I think I was, I am, I am lazy. I am, uh, telling excuses and not doing some some stuff like uh, I have to do as a director like if you want if you tell me I want to be director I need to focus on directing you know I need to work as director I need to uh, get the jobs as director but I'm not doing that I'm I'm Mm. I think I'm lazy I'm afraid and I'm too comfortable and on my spot which is scares me I want to move I want to change when I started, I was so uh, ignited. I, I saw I was so inspired to do something, but now I'm I'm too comfortable. You're starting to fall back into the comfort zone, which I do I do understand. But I think that it's it's really not about. I've come to realize eventually that it's really not about overthinking what you are, what situation you are in, or what you should be doing. It's more about doing. Like the people that actually do what they want to do are the people that kind of do what they want to do if that makes sense you know it's just about not overthinking and not thinking about who do you want to be but it's just planning a project and coming up with ideas and implementing them that's what i've come to realize to be honest eventually so but i think i think you're definitely on your way man and i think that yeah, you are hard working and you're determined and you know what you want some a lot of the times and so that's very good a lot of the people and think about it like bro like you're 23 years old you know you're very young like really it is and compared to other people and there's always this desire to achieve more and uh you know want to be better and want to be want to improve yourself but at the same time i think it's important to look back and reflect and what has worked and what hasn't worked and sometimes thinking is good but a lot of the times i feel like it's just about really looking at the reality and what kind of what's next what kind of project am i working on you know um but yeah to be honest i want to move I want to kind of, um, okay, I, w- I want to take it back to, because I know you've done a lot of short films, and I have two questions. One of them is about the short films that you've made, and I think you've made like four, three to four short films, which is great, by the way. I've made like two, and I already have white hair, and I don't know how you have the, uh, because it's crazy. Um, so, so in directing these four short films, what kind of lesson, what's the more t- most important lesson that you've learned? Um, what the that you haven't learned while working in the industry, perhaps? Oh, I think, um, how to deal with actors, of course, differently. Okay. 
there's different yeah. there is difference between commercial and films and mm. films you uh, it's involving good acting you know perfect acting and i yeah. think the most important in um, in film industry if you unexperienced director or you're starting as director i would suggest choose good actors don't choose your friends don't choose the people who suggest you you have to look at them you have to do research don't shoot the film if your actors is bad don't matter you shoot on f- iphone you shoot on uh, i don't know your webcam but don't choose bad actors if you because if you are an experienced act, uh, director you will not have enough experience to guide them if you experienced director you know the way how to deal with an experienced actor but if you an experienced director and you have an experienced actors then it will be disaster and i feel like in the commercial world like you can get a lot you can get away with a lot of things because the actors are not necessarily Sometimes yeah, they are carrying yeah. the performance, but the film is based off the actors. They're carrying the entire film. So th- it will show if a person is not. Even if you shoot it on the best camera in the world, but the actors is, sh- is bad, the film is bad. And yeah. when I see when I see film with the bad actors, I not blame actors. I will choo- I will blame the people who choose them. Yeah. Casting directors, mm-hmm. the directors, Monster. the producers. Mm-hmm. I will say, what the fuck, why you choose them? The film is like a million budget, and you choosing these guys? Come on! Yeah. Again, friends. Interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stop, okay. Stop Second taking friends in your short films. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the lesson of the day. Um, yeah. Second and last one. What's your perception that you've come here and you've gathered some sort of experience in the film industry? When you go back to Kyrgyzstan, how do you perceive the film industry there? Or like, can you give us like a glimpse of what is it like? there or do you have um, an idea I, w- I, w- I would say um, it's it's getting better but okay. it's very very poor um, mm. the film industry in my country is uh, not uh, as good as uh, other countries and definitely there is um, uh, a lot of uh, problems like there is not enough equipment or not enough crew same as Qatar mm. but um, I, I don't regret that I fly to Qatar. I don't regret that I met people here and, and I'm, I'm really happy actually the way I choose the why the way I choose um, my work, my path. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm really glad that I found filmmaking. I'm really glad that I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, I love it. I like to be on set. I like to work with different people and I think I will do it the rest of my life that's awesome man that's what a way to end it do you want to add anything kai or no that's perfect that's awesome all right thank you so much for uh coming thank on it's thank been you guys great amazing thank you so much it was amazing very lovely thank yep. you bye bye